I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, November 28th. A community meeting will be held today to talk about safety after the recent kidnapping and rape of a woman from the Wollaston MBTA station in Quincy. The meeting is scheduled for today at 5.30 at the Quincy Housing Authority at 80 Clay Street and across from the Wollaston station. The meeting will include an update from the Quincy police, ways to report an incident, best practices to protect yourself, and a question and answer session. The meeting will also be translated in Mandarin, Cantonese, and Vietnamese. A separate meeting is also being held at 10.30 this morning, hosted by the Quincy Police and the Asian American Service Association at the Wollaston Lutheran Church. These meetings come after a 64-year-old woman was kidnapped at the Wollaston Station on November 12th. 26-year-old Christian Lynch of Quincy is being held without bail. A fire at a Quincy apartment complex last night may be suspicious. Details are still scarce. However, police say a fire broke out in an apartment at 39 Pond Street in Quincy Point just before 11 p.m. Everyone escaped the three-story brick building safely. However, officials say the fire is suspicious in nature. The building is located across from the Monroe Playground. A fire on the roof of the Panera Bread restaurant on Hancock Street in North Quincy is being called arson. Police say that fire broke out just after 2 a.m. last Wednesday morning. Investigators say somebody ignited a traffic cone that was stuffed with paper and had a stick coming out of it, sparking the fire. Employees were in the restaurant at the time waiting for the commissary truck to arrive. Police say when the workers went out to meet the truck, they spotted the fire, called for help. Quincy firefighters quickly doused the blaze. There was minimal damage and no injuries. Police are now checking surveillance video in the area as they investigate. Apple's chief executive officer, Tim Cook, has been seen in Massachusetts after he visited people who were hospitalized as a result of that grisly crash at the Apple store in Hingham. In a statement, South Shore Health President and CEO Alan Smith confirmed that Cook and Deirdre O'Brien, Apple's Senior Vice President of Retail and People, visited the South Shore Hospital on Friday to meet with some of those who were injured during last Monday morning's crash. 53-year-old Bradley Ryan of Hingham is facing multiple charges after his SUV crashed through the Apple store at the Derby Street shops. That crash claimed the life of 65-year-old Kevin Bradley of New Jersey and injured 20 others. Bradley, who worked for GMS Construction, was moving a barrier outside the store with a co-worker when he was struck by the SUV before the vehicle crashed into the building. Sasha Hospital received and treated a total of 18 patients, and 10 of them were discharged the following day. On Friday night, Cook dined at Alba Restaurant in Quincy. Sources say Cook visited the Apple Store in Boston Saturday to meet with employees. The Boylston Street location is Apple's flagship store in Massachusetts and is still listed as the largest Apple Store in the country. By last Wednesday night, new barriers have been placed outside of the Apple Store in Hingham. The storefront at the Derby Street shops remains boarded up. It's unclear when that location will reopen. Ryan was charged with motor vehicle homicide by reckless operation and held on $100,000 bail. He's due back in court December 22nd.
Governor Baker is asking the legislature for $139 million to fund his plan to deal with the recent influx of migrants to Massachusetts and their impact on the state's shelter system. Baker filed the bill on Friday saying that the funding would expand the state's emergency shelter capacity and improve services provided to the migrants through the shelter system. The bill has three major funding allocations, $73 million to expand the overall capacity of the shelter system. Baker said that money will fund the creation of more than 1,300 additional temporary shelter units. Second, the bill includes $20 million to establish and maintain a temporary central intake center. At the center, families will receive timely case management services and complete intake assessments during their first few days in the shelter system. Thirdly, the bill allocates $37 million for costs associated with placing new students in local schools through the end of fiscal 24. The bill also contains several policy changes Baker says will allow the state to respond to the migrant housing crisis more efficiently. More than two dozen Massachusetts law enforcement officers did not secure renewed certification under the state's new police reform law for reasons including possible ongoing disciplinary matters, while more than 200 others were not recertified for other causes. Through November 16th, the Peace Officer Standards and Training Commission had processed recertification of 8,846 officers in Massachusetts whose last names begin with the letters A through H. Total of 243 officers were not recertified, 26 of whom did not earn recertification for what officials dubbed a pending matter, including a disciplinary matter. That category includes instances in which a police chief didn't file an attestation of an officer's good moral character, and the Division of Certification is now affirming that determination of not a good moral character. Some of those officers denied recertification may opt to appeal. The most common reason was that an officer was out on leave for administrative, medical, or military reasons, affecting 133 applicants. Another 21 officers retired or resigned since the process began. Britain's Prince and Princess of Wales will be visiting Boston this week to film the Earthshot Prize Award ceremony and attend some other events. The Earthshot Prize was founded by Prince William to honor groundbreaking solutions to environmental issues. Kensington Palace announced that the couple will visit from Wednesday through the award ceremony on Friday. During the visit, they'll attend other events, including a visit to the JFK Library and Museum with Ambassador Caroline Kennedy. The itinerary will also include a visit with Boston Mayor Michelle Wu to discuss climate change and the work the city's doing to combat the crisis, and visit to Greentown Labs in Somerville, the largest climate technology startup incubator in North America. Other events on the schedule include visiting Roca Incorporated, a nonprofit in Chelsea that works with at risk young people to combat urban violence and create stronger public systems of support. Well, the snow is falling in Avon, where the Enchanted Village has officially reopened for the season at Jordan's Furniture. 
A life-size snow village awaits families and children composed of a variety of displays. Many of the pieces were once on display in the store's downtown crossing location in Boston in the 60s and 70s. Now the display is a seasonal tradition where all the proceeds go toward local charities for the holidays. The display has a dynamic history according to the Enchanted Village website. The display closed between 1972 and 1990. Then it was sold to the city of Boston for a City Hall Plaza display in 1998. And then a lack of funding moved it to the Heinz Convention Center in 2003. In 2006, the city stopped displaying the village entirely, and it went to auction in 2009. Jordan's Furniture brought back the surviving pieces from the auction in 2009. They're now part of a permanent tradition. Visitors may also try their luck at reindeer games or stop by the laser show where all the graphics sync to popular and beloved holiday music. Hungry visitors can grab one of Jordan's famous blueberry muffins at Montilio's restaurant, and guests of all ages have fun stowing away on the 4D Polar Express experience where the audience is made to feel like they're passengers on the famously exciting train. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 226 points. NASDAQ fell 132, and the S&P dropped 38. Asian shares also skidded. The currencies are lower. Oil is down to $74 a barrel. Sports Celtics beat Washington 130-121. to They'll take on the Hornets of the Garden tonight at 730 the National Weather Service forecast for today, partly cloudy, breezy, at a high 52. For tonight, clear, low 48. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high of 45. Showers on Wednesday, the high of 57. And then sunny, 46 on Thursday. For the boater, waves about 2 feet. The west wind will become northwest, gusts 25 knots. High tide at 2.29 p.m. Sunrise, 649, set at 413. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Monday, November 28th.